Broads, today's episode is sponsored by everyone's favorite sunglass company, Blenders. Blender sunglasses are super sturdy, unbelievably stylish, and won't cost you an arm and a leg like most designer sunglasses. Oh yeah, I'm someone who very frequently loses, drops, steps on my sunglasses, the kids sit uh, sit on them, pull them apart. I like that Blenders makes quality glasses, not cheap flimsy ones at an affordable price because I will have to get more than one pair every summer. That's a fact. Blenders has a team of in-house designers that are creating new styles constantly, so no matter what you're looking for, whether that's something classic like black lenses with black frame or something more wild like purpose polarized wraparounds, you'll find them at Blenders. To score 15% off your Blenders purchase, visit BlendersEyewear.com and promo code ChattyVIP. That's BlendersEyewear.com, code ChattyVIP for 15% off. Blenders rocked with pride worldwide. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jack. Well, it's kind of sad because you're not hearing the which is like, you know, the signature, signature. move, but we get, we pull up here, we get all in here and then all of a sudden boom, empty, beerless. We're out of beer. We had a lot of beer for a long time. We had like a million beers in the fridge and we didn't even realize last time was the was the final beer, was the BL smoothie finale. For real. Should we transition into something different? Like a different beer or a different drink? Mixed drinks? I was going to say, yeah, do away with beer. I was about to be like, we have it. Well, normally we just have a can of something. There was a while when we were drinking. Seltzers maybe beer, a little we bit. We were drinking seltzers. Yeah. Okay. Well, we apologize but for dropping the ball. Is that going to be something we can continue? Because, because of, of my medication? Yes. Yeah, so we have news. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Okay. News for the bros. This just in. I snapped my patellar tendon in half. That's your knee. Uh, that is the tendon connecting your kneecap to your, I guess, shin and your quad. Uh, I snapped it in half and now my, uh, kneecap is basically like up and to the left. It's not connected anymore. And, uh, it's swimming. Yeah. So it's and like, and when it, t- like if your knee was a puzzle, if your knee a was toddler like a- <laughs> found it and they just did what they do to puzzles, that's what happened inside Evan's yes. knee. I was stupidly playing basketball. Very mellow, too, by the way. I wasn't playing, like, heavy, crazy basketball. It was just mellow. I was kind of backing up. Hit a weird little divot, and my knee snapped, and it was so loud that people were, like, they heard it. Later on, they were telling me, like, they heard it. Yeah. And uh, I thought... I can't imagine. Oh, when when it happened to me, I thought that he, the person coming at me with the ball, ran into my knee with his knee really really hard you know that because of how hard it hit that happened to me in college and my patella broke in half so you snapped it someone ran into my knee with their knee so you've got knee surgery and i well no we won't talk about my i didn't end up having knee surgery Uh, it was a whole so it didn't snap snap the the patella itself broke in two but it didn't sever which is nice no the the as the doctor said the muscles of my leg kept my knee in place wow and i by the time i didn't think that i had broken it so i didn't go in for a long time and by the time i went in he's like no like we'd have to have like crazy invasive surgery to go in. But for me with knees it's all about the tendons and right and all, none of my tendons were fucked up amazing that was amazing. all he cared about yeah, that's all that matters. And for people who don't know the construction of the knee the knee's not even connected to anything it's free floating yeah it's tethered together by tissue it's not connected to your bones even though it doesn't feel like there's a gap it's literally floating the whole thing is there. just like so if the if you shred your fucking tendons like evan did 
it's gone. It's not, yeah, it'll just float around your body. And I knew it was bad too, because when I hit the ground, first of all, the pain was out of this world. That was like cross-eyed pain. But then when I touched my knee and my knee didn't feel like a knee anymore, it was literally coming out two different ways. I was like, okay. And everyone's like, are you all good? I'm like, nope, I got to go to hospital right now. Looking at a knee injury too is like the fucking worst. It was brutal. Anytime someone breaks a bone, you're like, and you see it visibly where like someone's body is just like, that doesn't go like that. You and see I went it, to like, lift my wrong. leg. It's wrong. Wrong. And I went to lift my leg. And because the, the patellar tendon is the one that connects to your shin, basically, that's the one that allows you to pull your leg up. So when that's severed, it's literally like, there is no control Floppy. anymore. It's so I couldn't even, I have to write as it stands right now. I have this huge brace. Let's see if I could, I have this huge brace that basically <laughs> takes up my whole leg and I can't Sorry. lift my leg. It's completely dead. I can stand on it a little bit, but there is no movement ability at all. It's dead. And it looks like a water tower. How swollen it's it so, is. It's black and blue and swollen. It is gross. It's humongous. It's, it's insane looking. Um, so next week I'm going to get surgery. I think I got my MRI today. Um, and, uh, then he's going to be on a whole bunch of painkillers. And so that's why I don't know if we're going to be drinking. I'm already on the hydros right now. See, this is what we don't, he would be slurring. I'm already on the hydros and I'll be interesting. They don't do much. The hydro. Yeah. The this is Tylenol with coating. It's not that great, but, uh, but anyway, so next week I'm planning on getting surgery either Monday, Tuesday or Wednesday. So luckily we'll just get this over with. The most the most annoying thing to me is not the pain. It's not anything. It's just like the fact that I know for the next five months I'm going to have to be like dealing with this. And it's going to be like now, a long road back. I'll give you just, some that's advice. That's pissing me off. I'll give you some advice. And, and bros, just so you know, when we talk about, um, there will be times like later. So in a little bit, we're going to have my ex-girlfriend from college on yes. and there'll be talks about drug use in college but i want to make it clear we never pill we never i was never into pills of any kind but i'm going to give evan some advice right now because he's saying the painkillers aren't doing anything i went through a year where i had multiple face and like oral surgeries yeah it was very bad i couldn't eat solid foods for like eight months that year um you just, all you need to do if your painkillers aren't doing enough is just literally tell the doctors be like i can still like i'm in fucking pain right now Right. And they'll just up it. Well, it's interesting. So but you don't want to up it too high. Right. Because then you'll actually be getting shit that's like right. frighteningly. Well, it, what's interesting about it is that I've noticed that Tyler. So Jess had some ibuprofens left over from like an oral thing. Mm-hmm. I took one of those. It worked way better yeah, than hydrocodone. Anti- so I think it's, it's just like that one works for me. Well, this you is know? an anti-inflammatory. Right. Hydrocodone, like Tylenol is like fine for like fever and like pain, but it's not going to like decrease but your the inflammation the worked same way. way better for me. Well, so. that's good. Yeah. But I would say if you do, if you do it, don't take anything higher than a Percocet. Right. No, I'm good. I'm, do, I'm just going to do, let them give I'm just going to do the ibuprofen. Yeah. It seems to be working great. Do you say that now? Wait till your fucking surgery, dude. I know. I know. I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah. And I've, I've never had this big a surgery. I've had my, um, I had a pin put in my wrist when I was like 20, but I haven't had like full blown knee might, surgery. I might just be a baby, but like when I'm coming out of surgery, it's like those movies where the celebrity gets like a coffee and they're like, get that shit out of my face. Like someone right. tries, if I had like, if someone cut me open, right messed around have you ever on had some any surgery stuff. before yeah okay so if someone cuts me open and messes around on some things and then stitches me back up leaving stuff in my body to just take out later and then is like here's a couple tylenol 
Oh. I'm like, here's a fucking lawsuit. Give me a real Give fucking painkiller. For mal I'm gonna sue you for malpractice for not taking my fucking pain into proper consideration. <laughs> so I that's, hate that's my attitude. I'm like, I don't right. want to feel anything. I want to be in total la la land through this hell of recovery. Especially face recovery. Yeah. Fuck that, dude. Dude, did Jess tell you about what happened at the hospital? No. So this sounds good though. I don't like hospitals. I don't like appointments i don't like pain killers i don't like anything mm -hmm. so like i'll just do anything i can to not go to a hospital and not take pain meds just i don't know what it is i just don't like it um i so i i snapped my knee in half i just i knew immediately too like i was i was i was touching it and i got this patellar tendon it's gone <laughs> i literally just i'm in the car it's I'm, a patellar it's a patellar tendon. no i literally i literally i'm like i'm like i held it and i go it's patellar it's it's Someone's absolutely like, gone is it radial is it no it's not it's not it's patellar i can sense <laughs> no, it. no but i just knew what the patellar tendon was because I, I had like problems with it in the past never like Got anything it. this severe but like i had had an issue so i had kind of known what that was and when i saw my kneecap on the side of my leg i was like okay it's the patellar tendon mm, and, and then i major. walked in and i was like talking to lady i'm like i stopped my patellar tendon for sure and she's like okay let's do x-rays and she came in and she's like that's correct you have absolutely severed your it's gone you have 100 um, percent severed she's it. like yes it's ruptured uh, <laughs> maximum rupture uh so so i'm sitting there and dude jess was so pissed so jess was out of town she pissed at you for fucking your leg up no well oh, okay. yeah sure but no 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 <laughs> Well, first of all, she was like, what were you doing? You know, classic, like, you idiot kind of thing. But not that. The she wasn't, concern is there for, like, all of no, no, one no, no, second. No. And then she, it's like, you moron. Yeah, no, yeah, no. <laughs> she was super concerned. Here's where she got mad at me. And this is where I can understand. I didn't want to stress her out. So I didn't call her. <laughs> I didn't call her until I was checking out. Oh, my God. I was, I was in the ER for six hours. And I didn't call her. And then I, okay, so I text my stepmother-in-law because she has had a lot of experience in the medical field with like surgeries and her son and all this stuff. So like, if you ever need anything, I can just text her and be like, do you know any good person for this? So I text her on the way to the hospital and I said, do you know any good knee surgeons? Because I knew I'm like, it's going to be surgery. No questions asked. And she starts texting me stuff. And I was like, cool. Thanks. 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 I'm going to the hospital right now. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, she, I didn't think about the fact that she might text Jess. So she texts Jess two hours later and goes, I'm so sorry to hear about Evan. I hope he's doing better. And Jess goes, what are you talking about? And she goes, Evan, like, you know, he's at the hospital right now. Da, da, da. And I, she goes, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I've been to the hospital for five hours at this point. And she calls me and she goes, are you at the hospital? And I'm just like, maybe. <laughs> She's like, what's going on? And I'm like, it was the tone where you're like, shit. Yeah, it was, I was just like, uh, I call her, I go, hey, babe. Because in the hospital, hey, what's up? in the hospital, I was texting her, like, how's your day? Because <laughs> <laughs> I just was like, I don't want to stress her out. I don't want if she's having a good day with Ember, I'm like, I'm just in this place, Ward's Isle. So she, what is she, she can't, she can't do anything. Babe, I'm going to need you to take care of Ember tonight. I'm going to be a little late, all right? <laughs> it was literally just like, yeah, I hope you're, what's up? What are you guys up to? I'll be home in a little bit. It was also this, like, I was also a little bit in shock. Like, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? I was just kind of like in this zone. I'm like, well, fuck, you know? So anyway, it's she calls me. It's a weird state. When you're like state. heavily injured. Yeah. When she, and so it was like, she called me and she goes, are you in the hospital right now? And I was like, yeah, I'm in the hospital. She goes, what happened? Well, I'm going to snap my neck in half, basically. And she was just like, what the fuck? She's just like, are you serious? Like, you didn't call me. How long have you been there? I'm like, five hours. She was just like. I love you. I will be mad at you for 10 years for this. 
like how how could you just be suffering by your, it was like a sympathy thing it was like how yeah. could you be suffering by yourself but it was just so she's like that's the most you thing i've ever heard in my life just to be like well, this nah, is the difference i'd say this is like a uh you know this is the male brain right in there just be like oh i'm just like well what are you gonna do are you gonna like do the surgery or I'm like, you're with Ember, you're you're already doing everything you can. Like, I'm just it'll just be I'll just yeah, now you'll just be like, stressed you out of your mind. What were you gonna do? Like you would have had to rush to find a babysitter, like bring Ember to the hospital and for like now six it's hours. A nightmare. Yeah, what are you gonna it. do in here? Is right. that like you're gonna make the doctor come any sooner? Exactly. It's just like just stay at home, chill. It's better you don't know you'll find out when you find out about it. It's not And I was just trying to get out of there too. So I was just at yeah. any moment I was like, Can I leave? Can I leave? Can I leave? Like And you're also probably aware that you're like, I don't wanna be around anybody right now. I was like, a little I'll bit text, like that. but you're just like, what the fuck are you like? I, don't I was know. a little bit like, dude, I just need to like put my head around the fact that like that my next six months are going to suck, you know? So yeah. it's like, uh, but anyway, so luckily my job is kind of a desk job anyway. So like whenever I go to rehearsals and all that stuff, I, now I've been, I, I, well, I had to work the next day after I did it. I was and I just curious set my about leg, that. Yeah. So I set my leg up on a, on a, on a case and I just worked. Well, so it was, it was a rehearsal break yes what we happened had, at ba- rehearsal a, following was okay. it like a no 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 so luckily i had my like um kind of a real rehearsal guy yeah okay. oh my God. <laughs> i had like my secondhand guy with me for like that day where he can kind of run stuff while i'm gone and he kind of runs it when i'm not there so it worked out perfectly like i will say if there ever was a perfect day to snap my knee into an oblivion that mm. was the day so like we're, we're taking a little break i snap my knee into an oblivion i get taken to the hospital get dropped off and I'm like, go back, do your thing. So I'm chilling in the hospital. They just kind of keep running. I have a neck, a different rehearsal with a different artist the next day that I can't really cancel. So I just come up, I set my leg up on the thing and I just work and, you know, I don't, it, that's how it's going to be. So it's just going to be that. But I don't know, man. It's like, it sucks. But at the same time, like I am one of those people too that like hate sitting around. And so the idea of like being stuck at home is going to make me lose my mind. So I'd much rather be like, even slightly uncomfortable at like a rehearsal or like going somewhere and doing something than like sitting at home for like, if I sit at home for like more than two days, I start to go nuts. So I just know myself and it's like, I'm already just going crazy. You know what I mean? I'm already walking Mm -hmm. around all the time, like hobbling around on crutches, just like get me out of here. So that's going to be my biggest struggle is like the anxiety of being stuck. It's going to make me go crazy. So we'll yeah. see how it goes. Anyway. Well, oh, I have the video. Oh, yeah. Let's we'll see the video. We'll put the video up for you guys. It's not like that eventful because it, it literally just looks like I tripped. It's, you're just kind of like, what's the issue? Like, I don't really see. Um, see it. So you're faking it? It, it kind of just looks like I tripped. That's why most like in the video, you hear my buddy laugh. It's not like the fighting video where the guy kicks the other guy's chin and then his leg goes no. all rubber gum when he tries to stand on it. So we'll put this up. You can hear me say it's broken. Yeah. And they're laughing. Yeah, because they just think oh, I tripped. that's trip. the worst. So I think you can... You hear it? I know the tendency. Right, hold on, listen. listen. That guy. Yeah, it There's, just goes. When, um, when I pop my finger, so you guys, like that, that noise, if you think about the size, my when I popped one of the tendons in my ring finger... Um, my friends who were like 10 feet away from me heard it. Right. So you imagine a tendon in your leg. It's like this. It's like a, yeah. 
it's like, like it's a it's, it's a like it's really like taking loud... one of those uh, weightlifting like bands and just snapping it you know yeah it's incredibly loud um it's a very strange feeling in your body i don't know what your leg felt like but that it's it's a weird pop like for, don't know for how me to... the best thing i could describe it as is that someone hit me with a bat yeah and it just it was just snapped. out of nowhere i thought someone hit me i was like whoa what is that because it was so powerful like i feel like i got hit by a car it was just like like if someone swung as hard as they could and punched you in the leg that's what i wonder I what like. they're gonna do did they tell you what they're yes. gonna do they're gonna take like a tendon from your butt and put no, it on there no so the tendon is hanging off of it okay you know so actually it's down here it's off okay. of here so what they do is they take the tendon that's why you have to get the surgery done really quick before the tendons start to yeah, 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 grow yeah, apart yeah, yeah. so they take the tendon they attach a bunch of um anchors to it and then they put it into the kneecap and anchor it and then like align it and pull it so it's basically like you know taking like binds and they like they, they take a bunch of stitches and they put these anchors into it and they sink the anchors into the kneecap and then the anchors then the anchors pull and then it finds that balance again isn't it weird how like mechanical we are we're about? just it's straight just up like, we're like an auto body my friend works with like surgical robots and he's like dude it's like honestly like odd sometimes seeing like he does a lot of orthopedic surgery yeah. stuff and he's like they'll just take like like car like what looks like a car tool right to your foot yeah <laughs> just crank like, it oh we're just grinding this down we just gotta <laughs> polish this down a little bit you so, got a lot of gunk build up over the years we're just gonna take this out and polish look how nice that looks right now. right just right slip it right back <laughs> in <laughs> anyway bolt in a few things that's here. where we're at baby and Fuck, um dude. yeah so it's gonna be your long road back but is it gonna we'll be it better i don't know because sometimes when you i remember like when i'd break sure, an arm sure. the doctor would be like well your arm's gonna be stronger no. now so that's only i think the case that's not the case for me that's only the case when you have a break because breaks are better than tendon breakages yeah so like it's better to have your legs if i would be much better if i'm if my legs snapped in half and they don't have a tommy john for this where it's like they do it but they just upgrade you yeah can they put like a like a like a row like a rotator belt in there so you can like, like slingshot <laughs> kick you, you, like, you have a new you have a new career it's like a field goal right kicker. right no i think it's like you got one tendon you got to figure it out Fuck. so anyway um luckily your hockey days are luckily my days but i'm gonna i'm gonna start working out these legs again and getting them strong so we don't have this problem never miss leg day never miss leg day but the opposite is happening which is we're gonna talk to your ex yeah that i don't know how that's quite the opposite <laughs> i get the opposite of catastrophic it might be catastrophic but we'll yeah, see how this no, goes it won't be catastrophic i have a feeling yeah we're we well we'll just we'll have her on she's she's waiting she's waiting right now so yeah. la ladies and gentlemen ex-girlfriend live here she is <laughs> Okay, broads, interrupting the bros quickly. Do anyone else's eyes glaze over and minds start to wander about what's for dinner or where they should go on their next vacation as soon as someone starts talking about their stock portfolio or what new investments oh they're my making? Gosh, yeah. Because mine definitely do, okay? It's not that I'm not interested. It's more that I just don't have a good understanding because, come on. It's more than just a little bit confusing. But I recently started using SoFi and each day it all makes a little more sense. Yeah, if you don't know anything about like stocks, crypto, anything like that, using SoFi is like having a friend on the inside mm -hmm. who can actually help you understand, understand. <laughs> make good decisions. You can buy stocks, EFTs, um, you can automate your investing, you can even dive into cryptocurrency all in one app. There's no hidden commissions or account fees. It's literally just a platform to help you make sense of your own money and how to grow it. And you can even use one of SoFi's complimentary financial planners to help answer questions or 
or get you started. One of the biggest negatives to getting into the stock market from my perspective is that you need to have a good amount of money or risk a good amount of money to potentially come out on top. But SoFi has introduced fractional shares that start as low as just $5 on brand name stocks like not bottom of the barrel unknown companies. We're talking big household names that you can buy shares in with the money you would spend on a morning coffee. And that's pretty cool. Yeah, totally. Cut through the jargon and make investing easier with SoFi. Visit SoFi.com slash chatty to learn how you can win up to $1,000 in stock when you open an account. That's SOFI.com slash chatty. Brokerage and active investing programs offered through SoFi Securities LLC member FINRA slash SPIC. So do you all remember when there was like a war on bread? Okay, it wasn't actually a war on bread, but I swear from the late 90s to the late 2010s, bread and carbs were like public enemy number one, which is not only bad science, but also sad because freshly baked bread is the closest feeling to heaven on earth that I know. Okay, okay. But anyway, good news for all all because we now know that there are those good carbs and those good carbs taste delicious. You have to try wild grain. So wild grain's the first bake from frozen box from artisan breads, rolls, pastries, and handmade pastas. I just made the uh, croissants for the kids the other day. Popped them in the oven. My mouth is watering just talking about it. Um, Wild grain only uses clean ingredients like unbleached and non-GMO flour and utilizes a slow sourdough fermentation process so it's better for you and it tastes better. All you need to do is sign up and pick the type of box you want to receive and how often and then when your box arrives everything can be stored in your freezer and be baked and ready to Mm -hmm. eat in just 25 minutes or less. I feel like the only way to really do any justice to the bakery box from wild grain is tell you what's in it because oh wow it is so good an example of what could come in your delivery one sourdough country loaf one sourdough wheat loaf one sourdough harvest loaf a package of linguine one pack of pappardelle and four sourdough croissants i mean that is basically my dream delivery are you kidding me we've already i think we got this like last week and we've already eaten almost everything from it that same day that i got it we cooked the croissants we cooked the pappardelle it was i think we cooked the linguine too it was amazing i bathed in wild grain practically Mm. that night (laughs) hungry already for a limited time you can get 30 bucks off the first box and free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash chatty to start your subscription you heard that right you get free croissants in every box and they're like not baked yet so you bake them in your oven they are all fresh and delicious Ugh. so anyway you get 30 bucks off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash chatty that's wildgrain.com slash chatty or you can use promo code chatty at checkout and here she is Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Liv. Wow. In the flesh. Is gracing us with her presence so we can clap back at Becca and Chris's episode. Yeah. Was well, this just a revenge episode? Is that what this is? I don't know if it's a revenge episode, but it's just a <laughs> chance to have my ex-girlfriend on. All I have to say on. is I'm, I'm team Becca for the rest of wow. my life. This is so. not going good already for They you. have a work relationship, dude. She's <laughs> just covering her investments. I get it. You no. have to save face. Yeah. <laughs> they work together. She's dealing with, yeah, yeah it's like, an, it's like, you know, your allies and your enemies, you have to kind of keep everyone close. Uh-huh. They're yeah. like constantly like zooming on like zoom meetings. I literally together. talk to Becca every day. And then I'm earlier. like, I'm She's not allowed great. to be in the meetings. So I'm just like over in the other room with Wait, the kids. So how did this work? Did business meetings. <laughs> were, 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 so you guys were in a relationship and you, did you recommend her for something? Or did you, they know each other back in the day or? Yeah, well, it was, um, 
Well, Liv and I have stayed friends. Okay. Since our relationship. And yeah. um, uh, Becca had issues, was having issues with the, um, like her clothing manufacturing and production and stuff. And I asked a mutual friend of ours if they had suggestions because um, he owns his own like uh, fashion thing Got called it. Mr. Green. And then he was like, well, do you know that like, have you talked to Liv? Liv is working in that world. Like that's the, she's working for the perfect company. Got it. And then I just reached out to Liv. They Got had it. a meeting. So it's relatively it new off. though. Yeah, yeah. In the last year we started working together. I mean, it's definitely at Grayson's introduction. Right. Um, but yeah, it's been a pleasure. It's so nice to like know her in this different capacity. I mean, but great. I also just like call you family and like your parents yeah. are family to me. Like, I feel like we keep it all in the family. Like, with our friend group as well. So it's kind of natural, you know? Got it. Mm-hmm. How long yeah. ago did you guys, when, when, when did the relationship end? How many years ago? Debatable. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's say, it started when did it romantically we, stop? Let's not even say that when the relationship ended, when was the last romantic like encounter? A long time ago. Yeah. A decade. I mean, how old are we now? 32. Yeah. Oh wow! So this is this is a younger love. So it's well college, and then like, it, but the love the continued. Love I think continued. our oh, okay. I think our conversation kind of dragged about, on. Like, yeah, I think I mean for me it was a very big, it was like big love, and I just yeah. it was like oh. we I we spent our early twenties being like after college being like maybe someday even though we're in different cities and like mm-hmm. dating other people and opposite kind of ends always of the coast be, yeah and like i mean i was in europe a lot like it was just one of those things where you're like well maybe yeah it's you. it was like we were like you we know? were too young yeah like we were too young but what mm-hmm. we had was like powerful very real and then we'd always very like, real always be checking in with like we talk a lot but we'd always be checking in with each other for a long time on like oh maybe if like things work out maybe if like this and this and this fall into place when we're older or something like that oh wow that's actually pretty yeah. like uh it's very real that's very real because like it was true love yeah, yeah. seriously when you're Cute when you're like well. dating other people we were just kids and then like in between dating other people you guys are talking the whole time and then mention to each other like maybe one day that is very powerful that you're not even, well, you know what I mean? Like that's pretty powerful stuff. It was also just like realize, I think realizing like people we were with were also like not long. It was like not measuring to up be fun to that level. Yeah. In some way and be like, yeah, like it's not long term. It's like, I don't know. Or like take consolation in the fact that like what we had was very real. Cause there were a lot yeah. of times where it's like, bro, sure. like I'm dating all these people. I'm dating like what I know to be like very cool, amazing people. Hangs though. But I'm just like, the fuck? Like, am I like a sociopath? Am I like, do I not have these things? And it would be like checking with each other. Yes. And be like, no, you don't. Cause like what oh, we had right. is what we measure everything else up against. Right. 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 And then we'd be like, like damn. set the bar. And yeah. And then like, we'd be like, set the bar for one another. Oh, you know? that's, yeah. like, that's some real love there. And so then we'd always yeah. check in and be like, yeah, we were amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> So, so then if you don't mind me asking, is the only reason why you hey, broke up, up was because you guys moved to different states? No. 
No. <laughs> Can we get into because this? Because we also, I mean, because I'm like, what the, the hell? Like, who do who who talks this romantically is, about your life and then just like doesn't? Because we didn't actually function as yeah. Because like, we were kids, it. dude. We were just we're like, like we didn't know what we wanted. We both wanted everything and nothing all at the same time. And like, I don't think either of us at a certain point it became so clear that we had so much like to work out and to grow through. Mm. It was like but I'm not going to do that with you. You know no. what I'm saying? Mm. No, like, it would have been very like, dysfunctional. It was, it was cause it was even dysfunctional when we were in college and we were like dating and mm-hmm. there were moments of being like exclusive and non-exclusive. And it was just like, when you don't have like the emotional maturity to show up for the other person, despite having like, like again, like very mature yeah. emotions. Yeah. It just like, I don't think either of we're both too romantic and love one another too much to like do that to the other person, mm-hmm. you know, though I don't think it was even as cognizant as like a real decision. It was just like when push came to shove, cause I moved to LA and it was like, there was like, it was like, is that, are we gonna, I'm here now, you know, we're in the same city mm-hmm. and it was like, we both were kind of like, we're no. like, holy shit, it's actually happening. Was it messy? Yeah. It wasn't no, it wasn't messy yeah. at all. It was like we met up and we were like, dude, like this is real. Like everything yeah. like we'd been saying was like now you're like here for your career. No, I mean the breakup. No, there was no I mess. Mean, it was just like we'd like we're like there is were there... messy breakups when we were in college. Let's oh yeah. Oh, so you guys oh, were doing I a lot of breaking just up like and getting back together. Rom- I thought it was just like the like when we realized uh, yeah. like the final was no, like. When oh, we realized no, it was no... just like sad and yeah. also kind of like easy transition because we've stayed friends for so long. It was like almost like you and your bet like how I imagine it is with people who are just best friends and you're like, are we going to shift this thing into this it other was, gear? Well, and we both were like, we also no. got to, we also, it was, it never was like a lingering question. We were like, Oh, yeah. like this fantasy is actually here. Like, let's explore that. And then it was like, Oh, actually that was all it. Like that was just like a fun daydream. Got it. It's not actually like, that we're better lasted, as- like most of our twenties. <laughs> like it was like, I moved to LA at 27 and it was like, we had like, kept up from college this whole like is it you it's always gonna be you mm-hmm. and then we both were like okay. yeah. how, how long <laughs> okay okay so then you did move to la you guys yeah. had been in like there definitely is that whole thing too of like distance can create a overly romantic view of things too right like you forget all the bad shit you mourn over the good shit right like well, it's it like also- even when i think about like things in my past it's like Oh man, remember how, how amazing that was? But in reality, it's like you do sit there and you go, but there was a lot of hard, shitty times. But when you're away from it, you can kind of over fantasize, like over romanticize. So when you guys kind of have been talking, not living together, right? And you're only getting the good shit, which is just like late night conversations and fun, whatever's. And then you kind of get back to see each other again. Was it like uh, everything's back to the way it was? Or was it like, uh, no, nah, maybe this isn't quite what we thought it was? Well, that's what kind of happened in college was she after freshman year she disenrolled from our school and went to parsons in new york for art and then she did a year over there and we were on the phone the entire time right and it was like that's where we were like hey like you're going to new york i'm staying here we're both in college we both want to be you know available and have fun but like i also don't want to lose you Mm -hmm. and so that was like always how our shit was where it was Very like we want we though. want everything mm. 
We want everything. Yeah. It's like, I want to see other people, but, but I don't want to let you go. And then we said really weird another. things for each other. Where it was like, you can sleep with other people, but you can't actually like do anything like relationship. Like you can't go to dinner with them. No. And then it was thing. like, if you, if you are doing that, you need to talk to the other person because that's like, you don't want to be in on both. It's anyway, so it was, it made no sense. Crazy. It made no sense, but, but we it was would very just, age appropriate. And we would talk would to say. each other like every night. And this was at 21 or, or yeah. 19 or whatever? This is even, yeah, Sophomore, like 18, yeah. 19. And then I feel like once I moved back to Portland, because we were in person Parsons, together again. And we were in person together after this like crazy year of like pseudo long distance that had kind of like fucked everything up in a weird way. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, like let's like try to be functional again in a way where like normal people would just like date and be exclusive but we still weren't really ready for that. So like, no, and there was, there was so much other weird stuff too, because all her girlfriends stayed at college with me and were there witnessing everything I was doing. So not a lot of great reports getting back. (laughs) No. Well, I was like, you, it's it's so funny. I'm like, you were up to no good. You had the best time. I mean, no everyone our school was she, crazy so she wound up what was hilarious about the situation was when she moved um was it hilarious my best friends like my high school best friends were living in the same apartment as her okay like two or three floors above her or below her yeah, and they patrolled me so they it, like so fully, it was both, they were both like, sides uh, were going no yeah, they yeah, were like it was like they were like eyes on me like little sister like they're like my doing best later tonight? friends what like knowing that my college girlfriends like living in the apartment with them and be like who are you going out with and they'd then go she out had to the, the bar with, on you they'd go to the bar with yeah, her and guys would try but, to talk to her and they'd be like get the fuck out of here and then it, i was in college doing whatever i wanted. wanted whatever he wanted it was like he got to eat the dessert, like a cake, whatever. He got everything. And I'm but over here she, in New York City. Well, like, please, you why? stopped hanging out. You stopped hanging out with them very quickly because of that. This lasted like this whole situation is like a month long. Like, let's not pretend like it was the whole Tragically. Year. Basically, I moved back to Portland, though. And it was like I had too much info on what Grayson had been up to. And... And there was like a lot of energy, I would say that like we both had that, like, we didn't know again, how to like, just be in relationship in a normal, in the, in no relationships, like normal, but I just mean like, in like a more like thoughtful, monogamous, like, like let's process feelings together. Like we were not responsible no and there was also just so much social stuff like there was never is in like at our school there was no real like private moments Mm. you were always like with people fishbowl yeah Yeah. and so like you'd be in a living room and it'd be like always people there's always people because we're all in college the only way you afford it is to live with five other people or whatever so you know so it's like you're never really alone like being in a reality tv show and so then there's always like there are people you're having conversations with about your feelings for this person and then they come over and they're like witnessing you like you know follow up on what you say or like it was just like a lot of pressure from a lot of things of like it was there were times where it was felt like i wasn't allowed to like have like we weren't allowed to have like a like a relationship in a way because it was like or even to like not be aware like of what the other person was up to like honestly if there weren't like 30 other people who had been invested 
one way or the other betting on if it would like work or not. Like we, maybe it would have gone differently, but there was just so many other people involved at a certain point because our friend group is tight knit. It's like, and we were at a small school also like 2000 kids. Yeah. So it felt more like a, like a small, yeah, like a small high school kind of vibe where you're just actually, yeah. Okay. So, but it sounds like you guys are both similar in that like at 19 to be able to look at your other partner and be like, yeah, are we going to hook up with other people? Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. But then I don't want to lose. Like that is pretty like, that's a personality. I feel like, you know what I mean? Like most 19 year olds are either like cheating or they're with someone, but to have an open almost relationship at 19, that means you guys must've been kind of very similar in your like one, world one thing we can do is we can talk like, yeah, we, we, we can, I can like, talk. We, we'll talk about it we'll talk like we can talk through kind of like for hours like that's always right. been the strength i think of our connection but even to like, handle even, the jealousy of that like i'll be honest with you if i'm 19 years old and i really like someone well, and, and, and then time, i was like hey yeah you can go hook up with other people I, I feel like it would just blow my mind to shreds like there's no way i could have handled that there at 19. was a time after <laughs> there was a time in freshman year when I hooked up with someone else and I was like crying, telling you being like, I did this thing. I was like, I did this thing. And I, I would, I, I, I would do it again. And I was like, I think we should stop (laughs) seeing each other. Like we should like, I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to say that. Like I wouldn't, if I was like, and she's like, it's fine. She's like, just don't like hurt me though. Yeah. I know it hurt you. But like what I'm trying to say is like, yes, we were able to talk about all these things, but I don't think like I knew myself well enough or Gray knew himself well enough. And neither of us was like responsible enough to actually be in like an open relationship. We just Mm. were like saying things because like, yes, in an ideal world, I'm capable or I would hope to be capable of that. And honestly, like that experience kind of like solidified for me. I'm like, Woof. like i don't want to yeah. do that like, it's not we for also, me, yeah. it was really hard we, we also didn't call each other like that yeah, yeah we also yeah. didn't we also didn't call each other each other's boyfriend and girlfriend ever well no, we yeah. always just said we were just seeing each other that we weren't like taking yeah. that like we so, weren't taking our own relationship that seriously because of the responsibilities that you would owe to the other person we were both acknowledging that we were like not at all ready to do that are you guys both really similar yeah in some ways, I was gonna say because like there's there's like in some ways I don't know you, you I don't know you but, similarities but I will no, say we're definitely like I will say yeah. there's an energy that's very similar like you guys both have kind of like a kind of like <laughs> a very laid back stoner vibe and I'm not you know what I'm saying like not stoner as in but just more like as you, I could just I could just see both of you like no screamings going on. No. no you know what i mean no no, no. no if like anything, tears sad, sure sad anger quiet, frustration yeah. but no one's like fuck you you know slam the door like i don't see any of that you guys both seem really laid back yeah but then definitely. also i could definitely see either of you playing the game of like who's not gonna show the cards first type thing i mean i felt like for a long time it was like a game of uncle like who is gonna like who's gonna like crack. cry first you yes. know i could totally were, see that great it got bad junior year between Mm -hmm. us we did not talk for a while and it was heartbreaking for me because it was like i don't know like i had just i had just come back from new york and i was like okay like here again is that moment of like 
all this buildup and like we're gonna do this thing now because like it's so real and it's so viable and then same situation as what happened later when we were adults like older and it was like okay like we meet up and it's just like oh shit still it's just still not our time yeah you Mm -hmm. know yeah it's interesting because very good take on it i'll be yeah it's so interesting because gray to me is a little bit of an anomaly like i don't really know anyone like him and he's kind of fascinates me and so i'm interested to talk to you about these things because i'm one thing i want to know is like what is one thing i want to know one thing that was like amazing about him and one thing that absolutely drove you up a wall about him <laughs> like give me the thing that was just like i wanted to like gouge my eyes out when he because he would do this or he was he was like this or i want to hear the thing that was like oh this is the thing that made me like fall in both, love with him both both i mean there's so many in both honestly um i don't know like i think grayson's probably like one of the most fun people i've ever met like energetically like we can just like amp each other up it's just like we can kind of make any situation even if it's ridiculously dull into like something that always you know what it is it's like you're an amazing storyteller grayston so it would feel like we would have these experiences these days of that were just like these massive narratives like grand narratives like also you know he loves like moby dick like he's just really invested in like grand tales and being a part oh, yes. of a big story oh, and yes. i love that <laughs> he loves you know a grand what I'm saying? tale like, i'm the same like i'm like i'm also like very much drawn to like that sort of like i don't know play like make believe like being able to kind of just like spin a yarn and then and then and then and being a part of that was so fun um And I think something that drove me up a wall, and I think I know that it's different now, like you've got two kids, like it's just a totally different story. I knew Grayson in his Peter Pan era, which is self-proclaimed. And look at that smile. Okay, (laughs) look at that. That Peter Pan era was like, there was no accountability. That man would just like, jump and skip and hop and fly away from any sort of like moment where I would at times like come to him and be like, Hey, this doesn't make me feel good. And it would be like, "Uh, uh, uh, I'm just going to skirt away from saying I knew that it maybe wouldn't. And I'm really sorry for that. You Mm, know, that was mm. tough. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. No, we, we always yeah. talk about this smile. Yeah. mischievous as fuck no he, he, he really is and that's the fun thing about him is like what I, I those are the same things that i like engage with with him is like when i can and that's what's interesting to talk to you about it's like i always <laughs> say to him like he's got this yeah he's got this amazing he loves to just kind of fantasize and talk about all these things and he'll go off and like he's you know into into the ether for hours about like and it takes nothing to get him there you know he's just so easily like able to float into like this fun crazy conversation and like he's super easy to talk to and then the other side of it is this like and i actually tell him i'm jealous of it sometimes that he has this like incredible ability to not give a fuck yeah 
And it's like, look at that face too. Mind it's like he knows in every direction. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. Like to yeah, get yeah. that like thing, you know, to like get that anxiety going. Like it just, it's never showing it there, you know? And that's, so I, yeah, that's interesting how we could see like in a relationship version, it's like the fun is amazing. And then, yeah, especially if when you're like your 10 years ago self, where everything mm-hmm. we do in 10 years earlier is like w- worse and better. So we're more fun. And we're also like whatever our bad qualities are or our tough qualities are, they're severe. So like I could totally see 22 year old Grayson just being like, uh, you're mad at me. I'm not coming over. <laughs> kind, of stuff. kind of. It was a little bit of like, oh, well, like you signed up for no, this. No, it was like, probably right, more right. like, it was more like gaslighting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. sure. It would have definitely I mean, been more like. Thank you for like, acknowledging that. Yeah. yeah. It would have definitely been her like, why did you leave me alone at that party? And mm. I'd have been like, oh, I didn't. I don't, I don't know. Like, is mean? it that like you're with your friends? Like, right. he'd literally be like, what? Right, <laughs> that is literally. I, I'm I have not experienced even kidding, that. and I'm like, you know, he's all what? It's like just giving me chin. So annoying. Huh? <laughs> just, I did yeah, what? Huh? what? And then he'd be like, "You want to hit the spliff? Like so many spliffs. I mean, I feel like also we were just like not present. You know? No, I was gonna say before there was also Hi, like the going time. with the immaturity was also. Um, yeah, we were that we had did a lot of drugs at our college. And so we were just high a lot of the time. No, it's also like a thing though, where it's like, it's easy to be really comfortable. And so like, right. it's easy to like, come to like a quick resolution of like, why are we fighting? Like ultimately like, okay, like, I'm sorry, whatever. Like, we're going to go to this thing tonight. Like, let's not go fighting. Like, let's just go have fun. Mm. and like you know be with each other yeah, and just not have, really have like fun. working through it would just be like a new layer of like distraction sure you know? yes yeah and it was always this like yeah. thing of like like she's saying this like peter pan phase was like this moment where it was like this is our last opportunity to like be kids before like we really have our like we're putting the world on our shoulders right now but ultimately our big responsibilities are like book reports Right, like yeah. you know like what the fuck are we talking about here right, like right it's an art project yeah. and a book report like it was very, at the end of the it sounds day sounds like a playful college too well it i mean it was still fun. but it yeah. had the weight of like you know like everyone was really ambitious so there was still like this thing of like what we're doing matters but it was and then for me sometimes like when we would get in like to uncomfortable th- conversations of like oh you hurt my feelings or like i need to be accountable it was also like that's not fun and this is our opportunity mm. to have to have fun so like let's just be fun and Look that was face. always I'm the like, default the smile says everything and yeah, any 100%, opportunity 100%. for me at that time also like any opportunity it felt like i felt like i was so i was treating everything like almost overly so it's like fleeting moments yeah and so it was like yeah, it was like always say yes. You were always in FOMO mode. Well, because I wanted to have... It wasn't necessarily FOMO mode. I just wanted to ensure that when I thought back on college, there you, was you like never the a missed... There was never a missed opportunity was kind of how I wanted to think about it. And that's not obviously a great place to be if you're like... If your plan is to work on a relationship. No. If, you, if it's, yeah, a, if no it's supposed to be a fun, just ha- no. best friend that you sleep we with kind of vibe. Yeah. No, but there was, was there was no work. What yeah. was positive was we knew that. But then as feelings still grow, fe- feelings still got hurt. That's when things become it difficult. Was still not, I mean, it was not great. It, it confused. Then you expect something more from them. Than well, just, it also was like our first big love experience was spent as like this constant avoidance of it. 
most people's yeah. are like I fall head first into it and discover like what relationships are and like go through it. Ours was like a constant avoidance of like the responsibility or like fully embracing this other like person. Yeah. It was like more so it was far more selfish. Oh. Yeah. So when you came back to LA, why didn't you guys get back together? I mean, like I said, like it was, was kind of like just the flame wasn't there anymore. No, it's be like oh, no, if you there had was an- flame, it was just like, can you imagine after like again almost a decade at that or at that point we didn't lived in the same city for like six years and the three years we were in college together, like on and off and not really together, but like no, also and- so together. It was just like and talking insane. to somebody, talking to someone is very different than being with someone. So then yeah, like- I couldn't, I would see, I remember seeing Gray's life and being like, I mean, I'm an artist. Like I'm literally, I'm, I travel constantly for work. I'm like very much like a part of like, I don't know, some like international, like creative kind of life. And it was like, okay, am I going to like live in LA and like, have a routine where I'm racing at that point in time was like getting up surfing every day, like had his friend group that was like super rooted, you know, friends from high school, friends from college, friends from work, doing gym stuff. Everything was very here and now. Yeah. Yeah. I was surfing and climbing every day. You know, I'm like some like bag lady, which has been cool. But like, also I just was like, am I gonna like, am I going to surf? And I was like, what? And I was like, oh. There was was also stuff where it's like looking back on it now, like we were just overthinking everything in so many ways. Yeah, because it was was, And I remember you grabbed my hand and he was like, okay, so like, are we going to do this forever now? And I was like, what? You know, (laughs) like, like he's like well i guess like is this the beginning of forever and i was like wait what you so know, were I you wanting so at that time like, were you wanting it more than she did no we were talking no, we were t- we, we would talk to each other of just ways of like man like what is it like right. why is no one just like good like amazing enough like what is it about so like yeah. let's just explore people while we're in our 20s and just like have fun while we're peak and then like, we'll just settle down and marry each other. Cause we know we love each other. And like, you'll always be like safe and secure and like, you know, want to cuddle with you forever. And then that was like, and then we got together and we were like, Ooh. we were like, that was a really didn't. fun. Am I we were right? like, Oh, it sounds warm. It's it like the, it's appealing. I just remember. And then we were together. No, we were like bickering as if I was like 19 again. You yes. know what I'm saying? It was like you wanted to watch oh, some stupid ass movie that I didn't want to watch. And you're all, well, look, watch me make these really good noodles or something. And I was just like, she's like, I, I make art. I want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not about <laughs> the art thing. It was just like different, different interests, different places. Yeah. Just different interests. Exactly. I was like, that's just not how I want to spend yeah. my life. I mean, that was like know? the. When it came down to like, again, it's like Liv and I emotionally, like, um, we talk on an emotional level more so than like anything else. So then the way it was like, okay, here's our everyday lives. Here's like the world that she's immersed in. Here's the world I'm immersed in. And there's like literally no cohesion at all. Right. Right. And that was like, couldn't even get mutual friends like in the same room together and have it be like, that's a tough one too. That's no, a tough one too, because like I, I, I've been in the music industry for like for a long time, and like 
as a, as like a producer and songwriter and all that stuff it's like i was always traveling too and just like it's always late nights and random things and you got to go to this event you, and all this stuff it's very similar to music right it's the super same. similar I, I had a lot constantly. of friends that were artists as well the same type of thing you're always like i got to go to a, a gallery opening i got to go to a dinner i got to go to a thing i got to go to new york for, for this thing whatever you just always have to be at the drop of the hat willing to just do anything and hanging out with people that live normal lives like nine to five is like the most radical difference ever the where it's like you know you you can't so even weird. go to people's weddings you can't go to pe- you can't go to your mom's birthday because she says it's in three months and you're like i have no idea what i'll be doing in three months so like the idea of yes combining that even if you love someone it's like something has to matter or it will be you massively giving up everything you're working towards yeah, which is but tough. then also and like I you said that- oh, also yeah. like you said it's so social so, so much of social. it comes from going to these events. Like me and you have talked about when you first got signed, you were like required to be going to these parties I, it was because like every they night, wanted yeah. you to meet everybody. And meeting people was the way that you progressed your opportunities or created opportunities. And there was this big thing of like, well, where, <laughs> you know, where am I in that? Yeah, you're just Where's, like, you're just the plus one, baby. Yeah, but I was also like, <laughs> I was also. Someone said that I mean, to me yesterday. They were like describing a past relationship. And they were like, yeah, I was much younger. I was on the wrong side of plus one. And I was like, what do you mean? And they were like, I was like, I wasn't the name that was on the yes. list, you know? And I yeah. was like, oh. And you got to be okay mm-hmm. with that if it works. You know what I mean? Like some people are like, oh, it's just fun. I get to hang out with my person and go there. But, but it was the yeah, like difference of like my world on the weekend was like either going outside climbing or going surfing somewhere. Right. And she's like, I'm Which like. I'm down for love nature but also like you're saying literally the work requires like i don't know endless endless like uh participation it feels like in terms of again like talks gallery stuff like beyond openings yeah there was like yeah you know different fundraising events it's just like kind of um, a totally different rhythm and i don't know also west to east side in los angeles is like was its own i didn't have a car at that moment in time i was like am i about to be in like ubers where, just, where did you live on the east side yeah oh that's where i live where, where did you live yeah. where did you live um i just left la actually and i'm back in new york right now but i was on the east side and it's funny to be talking about this because my next like big love relationship after Grayston, yeah. I didn't do a lot of the things that we're describing where it was like, I like with my ex, like Chaz, like really settled down. Like we were living on mm-hmm. the West side. Like it was very like oh. wholesome, like quiet life also correlated to COVID. And it just like, made me resentful actually i felt like i was taken out of a lifestyle that i really liked being a part of um yeah i don't know i mean she's on the go like there's a reason we had to get her on tonight because she's about to be unavailable for like months oh really yeah i'm going to tunisia next in like 10 days for a screening and then i'm going there's like a video that i made so i'm screening it at an institution there it's wow. an opportunity to drive people to your art. I know. Well, I'm also just like you're like. It's a, I'm just Tunisia. going to say like I made this video. It's just going to be out yeah. there. So like super super vague. No one's going to be able to find this video. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's and like a I'm lifestyle. Going man. To, no. Then I'm going to Berlin for a residency. But it was like I found out Sunday about the residency, 
And that's like two months of my life. And then I have a show in Vienna. So it's just like wow. pure chaos. Well, and she's all over the place. She's written books. She has like documentary and then um, she does sculptures and so you're a workaholic. All yeah. kinds of stuff. Yeah. She's nonstop. Yeah, for nonstop. sure you are. Yeah. And that's the thing. Work. Yeah. And that, it's funny because it's and like, she's, I mean, and she's got her project with Beck. So she's doing all of this on her own stuff. And then she's also like, she has good a stable Alma. job. Yeah. Where she's doing the good Alma stuff. And right, she like, your, which is amazing. And, and drop one is happening imminently. And we're yeah. very excited. Plug, plug, plug. Wow. <laughs> um, the clothes are so good. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just like I don't know. It's its own. It's its own sort well, it's, of. Like it's very hard to be in a relationship machine. when you do that. Like you, you'd yeah. almost like you, like that's why you know celebrities. That's why artists famously. It's hard to keep relationships because of that lifestyle, right? Because it's like things change so much. Well, so you almost well, have to. Now like, I'm trying to navigate that. Right. I just started. Oh, you start dating. This, okay. I started dating this cutie pie. I'm so into him. Love him. And then I get this residency that I can't really say no to. And I'm like, goodbye for right. two months. <laughs> right. Well, right. And this is where it's like a little bit different. It's more akin to music than like. Yeah. Like acting or something like that, for instance, where you're just like. Do you think that, do you think that if you wouldn't have been an artist mm-hmm. and would have been more like a, oh, wow. like a professor or something, you know, just thing that you already worked a job. Oh, yeah. Do you think you guys could have worked out better? Like there wasn't as much pulling at you. I don't yeah. know. Probably. I do think so. I mean, yeah. yeah. I know we would. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't see why not. If there wasn't as much going, Hey, I kind of have all these desires and these dreams and these things. And it's a little bit more like, no, we both live in the same city and I, I would nine to five. Like one other thing about gray that I would say, I always felt like so appreciative of and love you so much for was like he was always like your art comes first like you have dreams he's always like you have these dreams you must pursue them you never felt the pressure of maybe like never felt pressure that's good yeah never and it was never it's like not how he but you're not that kind of person he's a low pressure dude no Mm -hmm. no i mean that's what i was gonna say i was thinking making me think about things with like me and becca's where it's like we've had the conversations where it's like at the end of the day, what she's doing is like massive and it's like very, it's very opportunity dependent. Of course you have to be available. And Mm. so that's kind of like, even with like the business starting up, there is like always, um, you have to make time available for those things because it's like, Oh, um, like it's a lot of once in a lifetime things where you're like, okay, whatever it's, if if it makes my day a massive inconvenience or if it makes me like late for this deadline or if I have to reschedule it or like, you know, yeah, that's fine. If I have to move that, that was always kind of like with conversations about us or her, I was like, never choose. Like, I wouldn't want you to choose our situation over like you giving up an opportunity to have residency in Berlin, for instance, if it's going to progress, it was like progress your career and open doors and all this stuff is always like, yeah, go do that. I'll be here. Take that time too. you know, that's hard too, because at a certain point it's like, okay, right. But then like, this is like a relationship becomes its own priority. And so like, if someone else can't like, like have as much flexibility potentially or share just like even again like in um like the ability to be 
mobile across like the world for projects, then it is isolating. I don't know. The music analogy is really accurate, honestly. Yeah. I mean, just even like on the tour end. It's very similar to being like, on tour. Yeah. Yeah. All that stuff or just, or just, yeah, it's, it's all just, it's, it's any, anything artistic, right? You just have to be willing, willing and ready to go at a moment's notice and ditch any important, you know, predetermined Although now, thing. Now what's amazing is so many people get to work remotely. Yeah. You don't have to True. just get a sidekick. Right. Someone yeah. can take their career on the road. Yeah. I have a question. Mobile office. <laughs> oh yeah. What's up? Okay. What did you think? Oh, yeah. So these are questions that came in. Well, no, th- this was okay. just what I was thinking. Oh. What did you think when you heard that he got a girl pregnant? Oh yeah. And did you know about it before? Um, you know what I mean? Like, did you, did he tell no. you and say, Hey, I met this girl and she's really cool. Or were you just like all of a sudden, I, I think I, I heard, think... I had definitely heard about Becca as like a cutie pie that you're seeing and excited about, but it was really early on. It was like, yeah. I mean, she got pregnant so early That's what on. I mean. So I think it was <laughs> literally like, I think I was aware, but also not to throw you under the bus. Grayson has a lot of cutie pies in his past. And it was just like, like when I first, it wasn't like, I was like, Oh, I heard about this girl who like right. changed his life. But then I remember getting the call actually from gray, letting me know, being like, okay, like, are you sitting down? And I'm right. like, what? I'm like, what's happening? And he's like, yeah, like I got a girl pregnant and I, started crying and i go you are gonna be such a good dad i was wow, like you are going to be such mm-hmm. a good dad because yo also again we've been talking about how insane we were in our youth but like literally i remember this man being a boy saying i just want to have a baby girl and teach her how to play baseball this <laughs> this is kind of blowing my mind her she talks about you like just so so sweetly it's like oh, i could tell that you guys just had like a real love because yeah because even though you guys yeah. aren't romantic anymore like you can't get rid of that like that mm-hmm. like that i mean there, it, there is a a love there that is like real it was a really i mean it was really magical our time, like, mm-hmm. I think, like, night that time in life where we were, like, 17 and, nine, like, 17 to 19 was, like, really amazing. And that was, like, we were oh. the set, we were both the center of each other's lives. And that was, like, a big, a big deal at that, you know, and that's, like, carried through. And it's also something I think we've both realized is really unique over time is, like, how close I don't, you really were, how, how much, close yeah. we've remained. Most people, most people aren't able to like most people i know who have that kind of thing that they can't talk to that other person or like be in the other room with the other or person. just or it's just i mean let's just be real 12 years later it just fizzles out like you, you're like is, we're cool but I mean, we don't talk also, you know it's i like, think most people slowly just traumatize each other to the point where they can't sure. like cope with each other or after a like new, a significant other is not okay with you guys talking that's a no big and one, you know? we just decided that we were so important to each other and we would just like be stubborn and stick it out and, and be like, like be we're, with each other we're gonna be friends like, yeah wow totally i think that it's more so like we have also similar values where we're just like but like just because love transforms over time doesn't mean that it's not there. well that's like, real love you know, it's a different type of love it's but it's just still love kind, yeah but it's still that and like i don't know like yeah i heard about 
the pregnancy and I was so I was like you're gonna make such a good dad and like I feel like at that point in time also your dad like Jim I'm a when I started this off being like we're family like Grayson's dad produced a documentary that I made with a collaborator Luis like we I was like I feel like your parents are like family Mm -hmm. to me as well like able like I just we have maintained like such a rich um network of family between us for so long that it's like yeah without a doubt like we have each other's back and that's also something that I don't know if people don't understand like they just have to deal with it I think it's an amazing thing I think it's a beautiful thing because I think what's what's actually cool about this is like people have like I have a couple best friends like this. Like I have like two guys like this that like I've known since I was 13. I'm still super close with one lives in Costa Rica. Well, you know what I mean? Like they're not, we don't even live near each other, but, but like, we're still like we hop on the phone and it's immediate brotherhood. Like we got each other's back to the end of the time. What I think is cool about this is like most people don't have that with a past, like romantic love portion, which is pretty cool. You know what I mean? Cause it's kind of a whole nother like gear in the in a friendship which is like well, you know it's pretty cool I, I remember a conversation we had where we just acknowledged like no one actually knows me better a hundred percent no one yeah. knows me better than you do especially in that young raw at vulnerable this point state in my life yeah. like post-college too feeling like so confused no. of what we were doing and it was like why would we give up the person who knows me better than anyone at this thing. point in my life to be able to like yeah. confide in and call when you're like feeling down or like when you're feeling happy or yeah. just whatever was like There's so like a sense amazing of continuity you know yeah. where there'll be moments where we were just talking the other day about whatever work stuff we're both going through and life stuff and it's like to be able to have that like history that like sediment of experience and and be like you know you actually like a strength of yours historically it has always been this but also your weaknesses like I can like reflect and refract and really honor I think I mean the immense amount of personal growth that Grayston has gone through like through fatherhood and like being like part like such a good loving partner to Becca like all of that has been so cool to watch and then also i'm happy to like in moments when you are experiencing crisis gray like you can call me and i'll be like yeah you always do this in weird ways <laughs> like when you're stressed you mm. act out you know yeah like it's just nice i don't know mm. well it's like so it's in, important yeah we it's like you have a person to vent to who can also hold you accountable <laughs> yeah right, to be like, right 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 like right. this is actually like you can't this is just more of your like teenage angsty bullshit. Right. You know, or like, or you're scared or it's this or that, or it's like, you know, you know what you're supposed to do kind of stuff. It's really nice. Does Becca ever get jealous of not in a, not in a romantic way, but just in like, you know what I mean? Like, let's say, I don't know. I'm just saying like the reason why I'm saying, I'm saying, honestly, I'll find out. I'm saying it a way of this episode. It's if this is such a special relationship, (laughs) I would be interested to know (laughs) if she ever gets jealous of like, wow, a a communication. Grayston gets jealous. Grayston fully texts me and he's like, why are you on the phone with Becca again? Ah. He's all, he's like, you haven't called me in weeks. And yet you talk Mm -hmm. 
tobacco friend stealer. every day. She's yeah. a friend stealer. Oh, <laughs> okay. I get that. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. never, I mean, Becca's always been really chill. It's definitely like at the beginning. I mean, it was just crazy. Well, they met, for, you, you came over, you met Becca be- oh, yeah. a few times before, um, before yeah, before they started working together and before, yeah, exactly. So no, but what I was going to say was, it was always chill. It never felt like yeah. any kind of like, who she's, is this? Yeah, right. She's always yeah. told me too, that she's felt like really reassured by me and yeah. my friendship. Oh, cool. Because it's well, like, honestly, when I'm dating people, I'm like, I hope you keep it cool with the people, you know, like, it's always like, you're, uh, also, you're it, like it screams like it's trust big... too. If you're like, Hey, by the way, this is my best friend. And yeah, we dated, but like, I love him and I'm never going to like not talk to him, but we're not together. That, that, that screams to me like, Oh, I can trust that relationship. It's the like one oh, that you're like, I don't guy. really talk about, but I still talk to them. Also, That's the one you gotta be afraid we're of. We're also probably only yeah. meeting like serious people in each other's lives. Cause we're rarely actually ever hanging out. Mm. so we're mostly always just talking um unless there's like a big thing like she recently had an art opening we went up to that but it's fun because then like becca wants to roll with me yeah so there's like a that's really also like when i was dating people i'd be like oh like about your exes and it was like dude if you have like seven exes and you don't talk to any of them and they're all like the devil i'm just like there's a toxicity you got to work on what is going on there like that that are like no. what are these chapters of your lives that you we just like, like kill that. like it's like weird nope. to me i think about it sure, that way sure. of like these throwaway portions that you like never want to face it just is like mm. it's just i don't know i've never like a, like liked that it's like you don't have to keep all of them but just like if you don't have a single person you need at least like one or two i would say right like i definitely don't talk like on a regular basis to people like most of my exes, I would say. And I mean, it's not like Grayson and I are talking like every day or something, but like we keep in touch the way you do with like, yeah, like an old, really good best friend, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think like, I don't know. It's always, I don't think it's a good sign if someone has like, like no contact with every single person yeah, it didn't work out with. Sure. I'm if like, it's what just is like- that? you know fire and brimstone uh, behind them and like yeah. their past is just like they a wake of just a wake of darkness it's like mm. you know it's like what am i getting into <laughs> guys this was so much yeah, sweeter is... than i thought it would be grayson was very much like we're gonna like delve into yeah the i'll be honest with you guys well, you like, guys were kind of like, like lame in that way like i was really uh, hoping for some pain i was really hoping for some like oh i love this guy but actually to be honest with you like blah 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 i was hoping i mean you, th- this was just a love fest the okay, whole time here. you guys talked okay. the whole time about how much I'm you guys like, love each other well it's also been one-sided which is great but so, we've already, we got to let her go. It's late. It's oh, like, what time is it? There's like midnight. It's so late. Let's do, it's let's midnight. do two minutes. One more question. And then, then you got to let her go. So you can't make up for all the niceness. Yeah. Okay. This is okay. just the nice podcast. Okay. So many of them have been answered as this. What does Grayston smell like? Is his musk appealing? That was one that was said. No. You know, my dad crazy? is on this. She took a picture of my dad's. Why don't you visit his parents more often? Hugh. We miss oh, you. <laughs> hey, love you, Jim. By the way, I've met Jim. his parents love like you, once, and I was like, "Who They're are these incredible. magical beings? Like, magical. why? Do, who gets parents magical. like this?" Okay, craziest, Wait, craziest okay. story from being in a relationship with me. Oh my god, I don't know. We pressure. have so many crazy stories. Yeah. Also, I'm like. Do I want to be on a podcast? I just feel like no. we took a lot of drugs. Yeah. I have a, a weirder it response. Be, it would just be one of those. 
it would just be like one of those where I'm like, and then this crazy pirate ship floated by and like, yeah. it wasn't real. Um, yeah. <laughs> one thing regarding scent is I remember he has none. Very weird. Nothing like good or bad, just nothing. Yeah, Becca's talked about that too. Maybe right? uh, maybe because you're a cyborg. I, I chalk it up to the fact that I have hunter's genetics and being scentless, it would make me a better no, hunter. No, I think you're a cyborg. I would be... <laughs> And I would be no, uh, animals would be less I'm less tired. afraid of me. No, and no, so no. Thus, I could get closer to my prey. It's because you and are a cyborg, more, dude. And this is, you know, you I think women can tell that. I think it's cyborg. I think that we have to create the scent for you. <laughs> I'm a cyborg. <laughs> okay, I'm so tired. I'm Go going to bed. To bed. So, so nice, nice to meet you. Nice to talk to you. <laughs> Bye. Big kiss. Bye. Cute. Bye. <laughs> So sweet. So that's live. Oh my God. I mean, that was like the sweetest thing ever. Like, no drama. No. What can fucking I say, bullshit. man? I know how to pick up. God, that was just pure love. Everything's amazing. Well, I feel like you guys have a special relationship. We do. Like, it feels special. Like, I could sense the warmth through this. That, like, you know, there was a lot of love there. There was a lot of passion, but but then now that the like maybe romance isn't there, it's like it's all the good juice no, is still there, which is just like compassion and there for each other and honesty like, and you know. It's taboo to like have, you know, like at a wedding, you know, you're not supposed to have women on like the like she would be in my She'd best, be in your she'd be a best yeah, person. She'd be up there. She'd be like Absolutely. if I could have three people up there, she would be one of those Amazing. people up there. So that's like you know hell yeah anyway, yeah so she's super cool she came on and yeah so that's my clap back is like psh, you know you becca's stuff is all all over the place it's toxic dude it doesn't sound <laughs> I was good gonna say, she, they, you know he had some good stories about like bad moments it was just nothing but just you know well you know he can be a little you know not wanting to go there sometimes well, it was i will just say pure, like sweet but i will say this she does seem like someone that could handle you yeah I think that's yeah. the I think that's well, the takeaway is that like she could handle you not let's say having these conversations that need to be had and just being Peter Pan vibes. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was very lucky to have met Liv. She seems like a very special person that way. Yeah. That she can kind of handle it all. Yeah. Because you mean, definitely was... probably were like at twenty two. There was a Just question like, on there that was like, gone. where would your lives be if you hadn't met each other? And she was like very grounding for me in college, which which was like an absolute crazy time. Mm. Like abs it was absolutely crazy. Like when I think about like a, like a big school would have probably, I, I don't know. They're like our school is small enough where like people would take on roles in certain ways. I don't know. It was just college. I don't know what I'm saying. College was just nuts. College was absolutely, I was completely off the hinge. You were nuts. Yeah. I was like, whatever. We had a lot of fun. We just right. had a lot of fun. Dude, it does sound like you went to a college that is not a real place. It was like a summer. It like was it literally. It sounds like a fantasy camp. It when sounds we amazing. joke about the Peter Pan stuff was there was this one. I mean, dude, we would do crazy costume themed parties all the time. Like, like it sounds, was very standard. It sounds like the funnest place Our ever. Our party situation was very standard to have like um, face paints. Like someone's like a bunch of people do face paints and like costume stuff at the party. So if you didn't come with it, they would do it. So it was like, 
oh, like during the fall, there would be like woodland critters themed parties and like fall festival style parties that were really just like heathen parties where like lots of psychedelics and all this kind Debauchery. of stuff were involved, like moon parties where it's like every Wednesday night, there was like a drum circle party on the riverbank. I'm so jealous of and you. And so you'd have these like insane fire circle dance parties. You guys... And this that was is like just not Wednesday. even real. That was this is not an experience and you had. To get to this the, is Burning Man college, with credits. Our college was surrounded by a small state park called Tryon Forest. So the school is Fake. at the top of it. So to get down to the river, you had to walk like a mile Take and a half a through staff, like a float down Oregon style like rainforest. You guys, I don't believe anything he's saying. This and sounds there were fake. tree houses in the forest. Kids, kids earlier, like in earlier, earlier parts of the school, like you know, years before us, built tree houses, like multiple tree houses hidden in the forest. So we would have like crazy keg parties in the middle of the woods, stuff like that, where it was like every, and if not, it was still Portland. So like crazy music was coming by. So like if we weren't going to concerts, we were having these like insane parties in the woods or like everyone's houses. We were all lived really close and like. At the time that I was living in Portland, it was crazy inexpensive too. I was paying like $300 a month for rent. So we were living in just like these trash houses where you could just have like the most insane parties and somehow consistently get your security deposit back. One of the houses I stayed in, we set up an archery range in the backyard and we shot, I don't know how many holes into the aluminum siding of that house from missing the targets with arrows for an entire year. We'd have like crazy art, like just, and then, you know, that didn't matter. We had a, in, that, in that basement, we had a room where you could break anything any way you wanted as long as fire wasn't involved. And we'd have like crazy like punk shows down there, just like mosh pits where people are just like smashing beer bottles all over the place and just have like bands constantly playing in our basement. And like we never, we got the full security deposit from the house. I have no idea how. They were like houses that should have been like, they're all probably burned to the ground and just like some crazy apartment complex is built on top of them now. I parked in a cement parking structure and walked to a class with a Scantron or someone was being, was someone was telling me uh, corporate finance. Dude, I'm so jealous my school was of like, everything you talk about when it comes to college. It's every single thing my college was not. One of my and the second I got out of class, I'd have to go to work. So I hate you because you had the most incredible experience ever. It sounds like fake. It doesn't even sound like a real place. It sounds like you went to like, like fucking Hogwarts or something. It sounds it insane. It was nuts. And then what was, what was wild too was like, um, well, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was crazy. It's also a really good school. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, so it's it was like, it's amazing. Like, it, it was like a, like a lot of the times kids would go to these parties and the conversations they would be having are like all about what everyone's learning. Right. High end, high level yeah. conversations. So it was really fun. Like so cool. It was a very fun experience. That's why I'm saying it was campy. And so then like the whole Peter Pan complex was like a Halloween party and all of our friends dressed up as a the lot cast of free spirits. Of, yeah. Well, we all dressed up as the cast of Peter Pan and they made me Peter Pan and we took like a, sh we just took a shitload of drugs wow. and that just stuck. Was so it was like, a lot of, it was kind of, it was kind of hippie-esque, like free spirits. Super hippie. Very, super hippie no college. Not very judgmental. Everyone's just very Most open. Most of and, us were wearing moccasins at one point. Wow like type of situation most kids went through like a dreadlock phase i would say like the standard attire was like flannels and carhartt and like kids definitely it was like like homemade sweater dreadlocks vibes money a lot of all okay the so kids, a lot of, all the kids from came from wealthy home you know like you'd con there was a constant makeup of like a kid who looks like they're like live on the street but they're 
pat, you know, patchwork like clothes. those San Francisco kids that you're yeah. like, they're like, yeah, yeah. And then you know, kids see it, dreads down like to their knees, and then you find out a, a oh, car like, would pick them up to take them home in the private oh, jet, you, and then yeah. you find out like, oh, they're from like you know such and such place on the East Coast, and it'd be like, oh, that's like old generational money, yeah, Rockefeller stuff. Where you'd be like, oh, their dad runs what company? Yeah, and you'd be that like, that makes sense because I think in order to have like a good time and drugs cost a lot of money too. So like the fact that people like have all these drugs and live with these amazing experiences and have the freedom to do this stuff. There's not that like economic pressure of like get a job. Well, we also, <laughs> and then if it were like, if you weren't in that, you did like a lot of our friends had jobs. And then also if you couldn't, I mean, we, a lot of us just sold drugs through college, but that's what I mean. Even just like having that. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. I mean, that's so awesome. And to think that like, that was an experience that could have been had and you had is like, that's really cool. And the fact that you, like you said, you squeezed it for all it was, and is that awesome. Was, I think I like, we had a lot of conversations where it felt unique, like going and I visited a lot of my friends at college and was like, Oh, holy shit. Like what we're, what we have going on it's at school is very different right. than what's going on. And I'd be like talking about our party scene. And I was like, dude, like we need to like, ad- we need to acknowledge that what we're doing is this is Special. only this time. We only have it for this time. And you, like you realize it's very rare to realize it's something special when it's at them in the moment. Our school also did stuff where like we thought of it at the time as like being annoying. Like we had a two year housing requirement. Mm-hmm. So like every other like a big school is you just live on the dorms for one year because the schools are so big. They can't let you they can't have you living on them for two years. Ours had mandatory two year housing. But your second year, you got to um, pick your roommates and you got to pick the do- the building you lived in. And they had these like little apartment buildings all on the campus that were like 24 unit apartments. And so you and like 50 friends would just get together and be like, we're going to live in that apartment and we're all going to apply for that one. And then like, you know, she'd find out who's living with you. And then it would be like, oh, like 90% of your, like 90% of your building is just like your closest friends. Yeah. And so like sophomore year, our dorm room was a massive party every day from day one. And that was just like, and then the neighborhoods, we all lived in the same exact neighborhood. So I remember like junior year within two blocks of my house were like five houses that my friends lived in. And so that was also like super crazy because it just, it created this like eternal summer camp adventure complex, you know, where it was like, it felt like Neverland in this way. And it was in the middle of a crazy forest but that forest is also like a city with like crazy different opportunities yeah. once you ever want to get a break and get out of it. I mean, it was just kind of perfect. Wow. But that's what, when I finished school, I was like, I cannot fucking stay in this city because this, I will never grow yeah. up staying in the city. I need to get the hell out of here because there's just too much of like Farley carrying, vibes. it would just be carrying on this sure. like other period of life. Right. Dang. Well, that sounds amazing, man. It was cool. That sounds super cool. It was nice meeting Liv um yeah so you guys have an amazing so relationship she she's special for sure and uh well well not the not the gritty uh, hateful uh knockdown drag out but definitely kind of a you know a flex to have that kind of cool relationship so it was fun so yeah sweet well we love fun. you guys and that was a lovey lovey episode and uh yeah no drama but but actually we a lot have, of sweet love you should know we have mean? one of your exes on uh, it's been way too long. <laughs> I'd be like, "Hey, what's up? Remember me?" So remember, you remember like twelve years old. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite? What was your least favorite quality of it at thirteen? 
Yeah, exactly. No, man. It's like, yeah, high school. Remember that one time we went on that couple dates together? and We went on the Ferris, Ferris wheel. Ferris wheel. It was super awkward. Um, Let's talk about it. <laughs> so are you, are you okay? <laughs> um, well, we love you guys. Peace and love. We're just chilling, man. We're chilling. And uh, next week, when I see you, I will have had surgery. So hopefully yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Positive vibrations towards Evan. Uh, send those positive vibes. And uh, call your mystic. Call my call your mystic and send positive vibes. That's right. We love you guys. Chat soon. <laughs> <laughs>